fine. Mm. Hey everyone, and welcome to the music draft presented by the soundboard. Episode two. Start <laughs> over. I love it. All right. I'm the only one not drinking either. Welcome to the music draft presented by the soundboard. Here's your commissioner, Rich. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Music Draft, presented by the Soundboard. Phase two, episode six, album covers of the 90s. Just a reminder, please check out our podcast and leave us a review at the Music Draft on Spotify, Apple, Instagram, wherever else you listen. Each week we'll compile our playlist from the draft and they'll be available on Spotify. Uh, quick recap of the rules. Any artists taken in previous drafts are off the table. This includes any side projects they were already involved in as well. All right, all right, all right, let's get started. Let me tell you about a simpler time. A time before the internet, when you anxiously awaited the release of an album and you took part in the act of actually going to the store to buy it. I can't tell you how many bands I got into because someone matter-of-factly saw what I was getting at that store and recommended something else. While the technology we have now is undeniably amazing, I do feel like we're losing that sense of musical community as a result. You take the good, you take the bad, but the end result of this ritual for me was the tangible product, the art of the CD, the art of the album. The album cover, usually the lyrics involved, hours of enjoyment. It was a great time to be a kid into music, to have a place to go to get lost in something you loved. One of the things that is etched in my brain has always been the artwork of those albums, and that's what this draft is about. Album covers that for whatever reason have resonated with you from that bygone era. The thing I like about this draft is that there's absolutely no criteria except that the album had to be in the 90s. It could be any reason that the artwork has stuck with you and that's why I thought it would be fun to talk about. So let's go around the horn. Moose, what was your criteria? Why did you, what are you thinking about? So It's such a fascinating topic because there's so many ways you could go about this. And I just wanna say this, in the future, Forrest as a commissioner has already established a Seattle grunge match between the four of us. So because of that, I am not taking any Seattle relevant album covers. So for me, a gentleman's agreement. It's a gentleman's agreement. agreement. I thought we understood that. That's fine. Gentleman's agreement. So for me, I got to tell you, I'm all over the place with this. Like I got a lot of different thoughts. I got soundtracks. I got indie albums. I got punk albums. I, I got more or less not going to the store and waiting to buy the record, but man, I bought the record and I loved the design and I yep. loved what the album cover represented for me to choose. And that's kind of the direction I'm going in. And I got to be honest with you. I'm so excited to take my first pick after you because it, it screams the nineties, but maybe in a bit of a different way. So yep. uh, Stu, how about you, man? What are your thoughts, bro? Yeah, I mean, again, it's it's the first thing you see, right, before you listen to the tunes and you you know the band, you're pumped on the band, and it's like, what did this band choose to, to represent them, right? Um, you know, to not give away any 90s hints, to go back in time a little bit. I mean, when you go to Classic Rock, the Led Zeppelin album covers, Grateful yep. Dead album covers, like Mars Hotel is probably my favorite, favorite album cover of all time. Um, the, you know, ugly rumors. If, if you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, oh yeah. 
So again, it's just it's 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 just a cool art way of seeing what the band that you love, Kevin's listened to, chose to represent themselves. So again, uh, genre of music is kind of out the door on this one, and uh, yep. it's just it's just personal interest of uh, of of uh, what kind of like caught your eye and go and you went, wow, this is this is going to be good. So uh, I'm pretty pumped up to hear everyone's choices. Yeah, it's a great call, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a really fun topic. Great choice, Rich. Uh, it's, I, you know, as we're looking back on our musical, you know, journey and people, and we're introducing it to our legions of fans, you know, <laughs> um, I also took this potentially, I mean, we'll see where we go. I took this as an opportunity to potentially touch on bands that were super formative in my growth and exploration but of course the album cover had to be great and that's just etched in my memory um and yeah it's a different era i miss i i miss so much like just when everybody went to the store to get the album on the same day and i Huge, would call man. i'd call moose and be like dude i just got the new dinosaur junior album and like did you listen to it um real quick everybody would be shocked if you've listened, but my favorite album cover of all time might be Pink Floyd Uma Guma. Oh, um, ooh, yeah, so good. I know. Oh, before I know. 1995. Uh, wow, I know. Amazing. I know. I know. Just say it. I didn't. I didn't want my. I didn't want my introduction to sound. I didn't want my introduction to sound snarky. But I. I think that you know. I think a lot of people don't realize that the album cover was such an ex just an extension of the creative element that they were giving it's much more so than it is now and and that's just part of it you know and Look, it's not something that's around anymore rich I, i'll just make the slightest statement as someone who works in a high school with teenagers i don't think album art means as much to them as it did to us i nope. think we're the dying generation of that i think because we were right before the internet we're right before smartphones, right before where the only thing kids listen to are singles, not albums. Yep. We are the dying breed the of the problem. album artwork. So it's kind of a cool draft in that sense of you're picking an album art you loved and a song that matches that. So, Rich? I'm going, baby. <laughs> so this band has already been picked. Uh, I was in seventh grade when this album came out, and it was – it was groundbreaking <laughs> on so many levels. It was groundbreaking. It was aggressive, uh, focused. It was just a brand new genre. Um, I was riding with a friend of mine and his mother was driving and she, she heard this dude singing with such passion, such rage, uh, such profanity uh, that I shit you not. She took the CD out and threw it out the window. Um, and our parents' hatred of this band made me love them <laughs> even more. Of course. Um, and forgot the cover forbidden is fruit. The, most, the cover is one of the most iconic pictures ever taken. Period. Um, oh, and it makes sense that it's on one of the most iconic album covers ever. Um, the fact that the passion and singular singular view of this person in the photo um, perfectly dovetails with this band and oh, the, the reason why they they are my number one pick. It is Rage Against the Machine. Oh, it is Rage Against the Machine. Wow. Yes. Album cover yes. with the monk lighting himself on fire. It's it's disturbing to see, um, but it, I, it's etched in my brain forever. And um, the song I'm going with is Know Your Enemy, interlude by a then unknown Maynard James Keenan. Ah! Rich, you made my day. Awesome. 
Oh yeah, you're right. Number one pick. If I may, if I may, Rich, I thought you were going to go Pearl Jam versus because I was already taking my forest. And as soon as you went there, Rage was in my top five because that album cover is iconic. That photo of the monk putting himself in flames during the, I think it was the Vietnam conflict at that time. And Rage Against the Machine, like you knew exactly what they were about when you saw that album cover. The fact that you choose Know Your Enemy with Maynard James Keenan screaming his head off with Zach Delaraca, ah, Rich, that's friggin' awesome. I didn't see you going there. I love it. Love every second of it. That's tremendous, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So totally rich. I, I'm so happy to, that you picked rage. I mean, that, that picture is beyond iconic and it, it's, it's, I'm speechless when I, when I, when it came out, I was literally speechless and it still holds water. It's very powerful. And that's what rage does. They, they're a powerful band with a powerful message. So, um, kudos to you for recognizing that. I mean, the, the first, the first track off that album, bomb track yeah dude Sum, sums it up i mean riffs like, they they that was a bombshell when it dropped yeah um and when rage came in they were just important they were revolutionary and they just stopped you in your tracks and just made you look at the world and and made you yep. want to figure out what yep. that image was and what an incredible album cover and and what a great use of space you know they had an opportunity to send a message and they did it. Yeah. Right. When you see that, you knew that these guys had something to say without even listening to the album. Moose, you're up. So look, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction because I'm going to take a soundtrack. Okay. I'm going to take it forest. You are going to love every second of what I'm doing right now. Yes. Can't wait. And I'm going to take what I think is the quintessential nineties film director. And his movies were iconic to the 90s. So for me, I want to pick an album art that screams the second you hear these songs, you feel the movie with it. So for me, I'm thinking Quentin Tarantino. Oh. Okay? I, and you know what, oh. Forrest? Guess what? I'm not thinking Pulp Fiction. You're going Reservoir. I'm going to go... Reservoir Dog soundtrack. And if you watch that movie, the beginning of the movie, it's Stephen Wright being a radio DJ talking about Little Green Bag being ready to be played. And the movie starts, and all you hear is a little green bag. All you hear is, is Stephen Wright saying super sounds of the 70s, and it's little green bag. Reservoir Dogs. I love it. That and song's from the, the 70s. Song I know the song's not from the 90s, but Rich, <laughs> the soundtrack is from the 90s. So I think it's on the table. Ooh. Did that album cover do something for you? The album, oh. no. I, I'm just saying. Look, loopholes. The, oh. album, the album cover is the Reservoir Dogs on the front, and the movie is them walking to the bank heist, to the little green bag. I think it's safe. I'm going Reservoir Dogs. Wow. This, 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 is, this is from the person... Wait, you, you tried to sweeten me up, but this is from the person that said I should lose a pick for taking Cigarose, just to be clear. That's um, fine. That's you. fine. I think, I think if I haven't specifically stated the rule, then I have to let it go. Ah, because oh. I asked. Soundtrack should be good. 
And I think the Reservoir Dogs. Uh, yeah, I, I assume the soundtrack. I didn't think that the soundtrack would be a thirty-year-old song. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm just saying. For another for another episode, I, I can't get into it now. But I have another self-deprecating story about myself and Quentin Tarantino. I've heard the Quentin Tarantino story. <laughs> Is there more than one? Uh probably. <laughs> uh, it involved me basically quickly accosting. Quentin Tarantino and explaining to him why I thought the opening of Reservoir Dogs was genius and <laughs> and he was oh, no, I wrote it. he's like get the with, I want just get the fuck out of here all, all <laughs> he didn't he actually that. say that he said that with his face anyway all right so all right. my up yep all right so for my first pick I mean there's so many options again we there's uh, it's hard to choose my top one so my top three are really interchangeable. Um, but I'm going to go with a band just because I think it might be taken. So I want to, I want to grab them up now. Um, it was a band that I, I've always really, really enjoyed. And I fell in love with later on in life. And I started to appreciate the theme that they had on their album covers. It, they, they kept a theme. And, uh, when I say the band, you'll, you'll understand. Oh. Um, oh. And it was Wait. it was dark and and uh, oh no not dark okay yep and there was a there was a shade of color that always stood out to me and the the cover reflected the music which I loved you know that was always the hard part is is am I gonna get what I think I'm gonna get sound wise and I did with this with this band especially this album I'm picking Alice in Chains yeah. I'm going with Jar of Flies. No Seattle fans. What? What are you doing? You're breaking the gentleman's You're agreement. You're breaking the gentleman's that, agreement. That was with you two. That wasn't with me. <laughs> no. 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 no, you are. This is a, I'm flagging you to the wow. I never agreed to it. You guys agreed to it. You guys agreed to it. Wow. I'm going. Bold move. Bold yeah. move, my friend. That wasn't my thing. That was your thing. Wow. I, we thought I, it was our world thing. is wrong with you. <laughs> I, I have other options. If you want me to pick other options. No, 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 no. 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 It's a great no. album cover. Rich approval. I'm going to say it's yeah, of course, but it's a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rich. Hey, it's all that needs to be said. It's a dick move, but here's the thing. No, there is no thing. Yeah. All it is. <laughs> is it, it's all a great album cover. cover. Yeah. And it would have gotten, it would have oh, so which, which album cover you take? You're, you're taking dirt or flies. I'm going jar. Oh, of you're flies. taking jar of flies. Got it. Yeah. I'm going jar of flies. Great. Uh, great album cover. I agree yeah. with you. It's, it's, it speaks to the kind of tone of the album. I completely agree with yep. you. And it was so cool at the time because, you know, they were a hard rock grunge band. So, so mm -hmm. to put out kind of a more atmospheric acoustic chill album it was i loved it so what song are you picking Stu? i don't know the one that i remember standing out obviously was no excuses um so i'm gonna go no excuses okay great song. so there's no excuse for you for being <laughs> sick for taking alice chains off the table when we do our seattle grudge match is that correct if that's your feeling then that's oh yeah okay with me oh i feel like i'll i'll speak for the rest of us on the <laughs> soundboard. I'll be that guy. 
do it. As commissioner, do I have the right to reinstate Allison Chains? That's yes. Yes, you do. There you or go. I, 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 yeah. well, how could you have a? How can you? No, no. Okay. First off, I will reinstate Allison Chains at the end of this. Yeah. Now I want to. I want to have an agreement with all four of us because okay. I thought that was pretty. I thought it was pretty clear. I did too. That I was not involved that, in that. <laughs> let's 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 make it clear because I don't you're know like, if you're like clear. I don't know like if a lawyer. Clear. So so. The, the the next episode, we wanted to boil down and hone in on our nucleus, our Venn diagram, which is Seattle grunge music, at 100%. least one of them. Yeah. And so the next episode is a Seattle grunge grudge match. And yes, yes I, th- I thought we had a gentleman's agreement, uh, an implicit understanding. Or okay, perhaps. from now on, can we have an agreement with all four of us that we will not take any Seattle bands? I have zero intention of taking a Seattle band because of what's coming. Forest? I, Forest? I, 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 Scouts I, on yes. Scouts All right, on I'm going to Stuart. I'm going to scratch it then. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm scratching my pick. We're going to delete all that. No, yeah. no, yeah. no. The yeah. pick is made. No, no. <laughs> Violation. You already yeah. threw your no, pick, your pick is done. done. All right. That's how All right. I get That's what I wanted. <laughs> All right. Listen, the, uh, the audience gets double Allison because I guarantee you, Allison Chains is going to make the next one too. A hundred percent. I they think they'll make the Seattle good. Grudge match. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're incredible. I won't I pick them next them. time, just so you know. Great. <laughs> uh, uh, All right. Anyway, should Alice we talk about Allison Chains? Yeah. The thing about Al- the thing about Allison Chains, right, is they always did that with that like the, the more acoustic lighter EP in between heavy albums. Yeah. I love that. They did yeah. facelift, then they did sap, then they That's did dirt, true. then they it's yeah. just so they, uh, their versatility was very underrated. I always loved when those those hard bands did the unplugged albums and yeah. or performances and just Allison Chains just had that haunting they yep. just they row the line between being hard but like just moody and just badass all right matt um so i'm just going next up on the list i mean listen these guys i i think rich you chose probably one of the most important album covers um i wouldn't say this album cover is as important but these guys for me were just so influential and just so surprising uh i remember watching 120 minutes and all of a sudden this song homebrew came on and i was just like (laughs) what is i don't even know i don't even know i love it i don't even know what this is is this rap is this rock is this is this music and love it um I'm talking about the band 311 and you know they're just so incredible. So I I learned about them through uh through 120 minutes which was the way you discover yep. any sort of subculture or or any sort of like that an alternative nation. Love it. Yeah, I, it's awesome. Um so I learned about them during grassroots but if I actually have to go album cover album cover i'm actually gonna go because then i went back i'm gonna go with their first album cover 311 music music um what's something so striking about the image of just the the dude in the hoodie with sort of a subversive american flag and um 
I mean, I guess if I, if, I guess I need to pick a song, right? I know uh, the song I pick off that album is two. I'm going to go with Welcome. Mm. No? Oh, you're sad? You want to go with Hydroponic? It doesn't sad. get Moose's seal of approval, then we got to pick another one. It's sort of a seal of approval. It's not where I would go, but that's fine. Welcome. Okay. Great. All right. Honestly, Forrest, I actually got into 311, uh, really started listening to them because of you. Um, you were really into them when we were when we first met. And the thing that I that struck me about that them was their rhythm section was awesome. The drummer and the bass player are just super tight. And it was just it's just a they're it's a they're fun albums to listen to. Matt, what song did you pick? I chose I chose Welcome. Listen, it's the, the first oh, song right. off their first album. Great album. First song, first album. Yeah, it's great. I mean, yeah. that, that album, um, My Sony Baby stands out for me, you know, feels so good. It's got that heavy oh feels so good uh, jam. yeah i mean hydroponic the whole, yeah the whole yeah. album's great uh, visit it's so good yeah you can't yeah. go wrong it was uh that that album was heavy rotation uh for all of us in college i mean i think every party there's a 311 song being played um yeah. so yeah great pick can't go wrong with 311 i, I remember 311 and rage against the machine came out at the same time music and the rage album came out almost around the same era but they were like rage was like political intense yeah. 311 was like hey let's get high and have fun yeah you're like okay yep. but they both were like rock and rap and different and i loved music i listened to that album relentlessly you're right that album cover is striking because you're right it's just this kid in a hoodie just chilling pointing there's some sort of weird flag and it stood out to me it's a great album it's a great band i lived for 311 in the 90s it's a great call great pick matt okay yep. you're up oh, next i get to go back to back. back around back to back another band for me that was super formative and super important to me in the 90s um this album cover just was sort of mysterious and just cool these guys were doing something new we've we've touched on jazz we've touched on alternative rock these guys kind of fused that. And again, I, I wish they made more albums and I wish they kept going. I am talking about Soul Coughing. Uh, and I am talking about the album cover, Ruby Vroom, which just pictures a woman looking like, what are these musicians playing? Um, I, I can go cover to cover on this album. Like I've said about most of the albums I've chosen. Uh, I'm going with True Dreams of Wichita. I love it because it it puts you in a smoky jazz club and then all of a sudden it just breaks out and it's just, he goes on kind of a freestyle spoken word rap and then it just chills back out. Um, they're kind of all over the place. They're yep. great. And uh, I wish they made more album covers. Stuart? Yeah, uh, I mean that album is awesome. I don't, I can't remember that album cover off the top of my head. I need to look it up. Um, but great bands. Um, what song did you pick? True Dreams of Wichita. Yeah, it's a good. I mean, Mike Doty's a really, he's a great lyricist. I agree with you. I wish they would, they would have done more. Um, yeah, but it's a great pick. I, I think I, they were, uh, I think they were a highly respected band. I, I don't know what their commercial success was like, and. Fair. Um, I mean, I think Circles was a hit, but outside of that, I'm not sure. Agreed. Moose? Yeah, to me, I've heard of them. I can't say I know much by them, but 
it, it just speaks to the fact that I looked at the album cover. I'm like, okay, like this obviously like struck a chord with you. So I'm willing for it to strike a chord with me moving forward for sure. Cool. Good pick, Matt. All right, Stuart, you're up. All right. After my uh, first round fumble, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a, really what I wanted my first round pick to, to be just because I, uh, I knew this was safe through Matt and I was nervous about a um, jar of flies, but I'm going to go, I'm going to give Matthew a shout out because this is a band that he picked in a episode that's already happened. And I knew this band, this moment would come around where I get to choose and pick them for my own. And uh, that is a the lovely band that we call Radiohead. Oh, I knew that was happening at some point. And and uh, you know, just Ooh, which to, album? Yeah, just to confirm, their first album um, came out in '93. So the band is is you're safe. good. You're safe. safe. You're safe. You're so safe. you're safe. So the cool thing about Radiohead is they partnered up with uh, with Daniel Donwood. This guy is just a phenomenal artist. He's done pretty much all their albums, starting with their second album, which is The Bends. And I'm going to officially choose the Benz. Um, <laughs> love, love it. For those that don't know, the, the album cover, which is one of my favorite songs on the album, I mean, all of them are great, but um, it references My Iron Lung, and that's the song I'm going to choose. So the album cover of the Benz is a, a CPR mannequin, um, and then they did some trickery with, with television sets and photography and different types of screens. Um, but uh, it... it it literally references my iron lung and uh, that's the song I'm choosing. That's the album. I love them. And Stanley Donwood's been their artist uh, ever since. So check it out. Great picks. Too. I mean, listen, when I, when I think of iconic album covers, Radiohead for me jumps to jumps to number one from uh, yeah. the Benz is amazing. Um, and the, the fact that they had to do that sort of, graphic art, you know, manipulation, probably practically in camera. Uh, you know, this probably predates Photoshop, I'm sure, you know, and then where they've gone from there, Kid A and in rainbows. And yeah, I think, I think Radiohead is one of those bands that they're all of our, they're one of our favorites for all four of us. I mean, if I'm going to pick one album by them, it's the Benz. I think every song, Stu, Stu, you, you could not have gone wrong. There's not one song that, that isn't killer on that album. And yeah. um, uh, it's a great pick. I, it's, it's on my list. Uh, that was, you know, that's the one I picked from the 90s. So from yep. them anyway, so great pick. It's funny you say that because that's my favorite album, my Radiohead. Yep. I think it's the most rocking album. I, I know they went in a totally different direction, but I love the Benz. I always thought it was a very unique album cover. Yep. And like what they were portraying with their music. I, I don't know. I, I always thought it, stu- it stood out to me. Like OK Computer, I probably gets a ton of love, but I love the Benz. Me too. Great Me album too. cover. That's the one I would have picked. It was in my top five. I was going there if you weren't. Great, Great. pick. Moving on. Great pick. So picking up where you left off with '90s bands, and picking up with a band, you picked the Benz, which was the was Radiohead's second album. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this band's second album as well. And to me, I loved this band in the '90s, but the album cover. For Stone Temple Pilots, Purple, oh. I think, is iconic. Agreed. Because when you look at it, you don't know what the hell you're looking at. It, nope. there's no, it doesn't tell you it's Stone Temple Pilots. It doesn't tell you what the album is called. I, and I think it was Stone Temple Pilots' way of saying, look, like we are our own band, and I love 
that album purple i think it's their best album i love the album cover i think it was their way of trying to break away be a little different be a little unique and for me if i were to pick a song god gosh there's so many songs to pick off that album it's my favorite album go by with. them. but if i were to pick a song that i think best illustrates that album i'm gonna go with the song still remains mm. and my Great favorite song. song of that album because the album is the out al- the album art is kind of hidden and mysterious and i think that song is a hidden mysterious track that nobody talks about in terms of stone Temple pilots greatness with the riff and scott wyland's lyrics about just like your desire to love someone so much that you'd follow them into the afterlife i love it so that's where i'm going stone Temple pilots purple and i'm going to choose the song still remains from my album art it's a great pick. I, you know, I think, you know, in line with what we're talking about with album covers, right? That was a statement. This is a different album than what you just heard in core. You know what I mean? And when bands that came around during that time, if you weren't playing like Seattle sound grunge style music, you were kind of ostracized, right? And they were one of those bands where they, they branched out and they got shit for it. And it's like, it didn't make sense to me at the time. It still does. And, and you're right. They didn't, I don't think they got the respect that they deserved because they got lumped in with a, with a genre of music that, that they didn't necessarily fit in. And then when they branched out of it, you know, it wasn't acceptable. And, you know, I, I think that's bullshit. So I think it's you know. a great point. You nailed it. Yeah. I couldn't agree more when talking about Stone Temple Pilots. So that's, they, they were that band. And, uh, you know, I think it took a while for them to kind of get the love that I think they, they, they deserved, you know? Um, so great pick is on my list. Yeah. Sure. I mean, STP is uh, a, a huge fan and yeah, that album cover was was so confusing yet attractive. Yeah. And it's like, I think you're right. You nailed it. Totally confusing. Attractive. You're yeah. like, I'm into it. Yeah, you're into it, and the music backs it up. Um, so, I mean, you can't go wrong. I'm uh, I'm pumped to to just listen to the song and and just stare at the album cover again. So no, and they and they and they were they, like at the time they they were kind of. I don't know why they didn't get their due. I. Uh, so they're, but they always deserved it. Um, I guess my question, Moose, is you had earbuds back then? Uh, I mean, no, I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> Headphones that were like this big. Okay, yeah. You had a disc man. Yeah. I, I, had, I had a disc man. Yeah, I mean, right. a disc man was revolutionary. I mean, we right. had like, that was, you're right. it was no, probably I, in the disc I, man era. It was, probably, I got ahead of myself. It was probably after the Walkman era. Yeah. That is, that is an absolute violation on my part. You are correct. <laughs> I definitely did not have earbuds. In. <laughs> Ready to move on. Okay. It's my turn. Um, this band, uh, this band is probably a top five band of the nineties for me, hands down. And like Stone Temple Pilots, I do not think they got the love that they deserved and they still don't. And it bothers me still. Um, it's iconic for a different reason than the Rage Against the Machine cover. When this single came out, I loved the single and I got the album because of it. And the album, the rest of the album turned out to be nothing like the single. I loved the album even more. Um, the problem was, is they got they're known for this album cover. They're known for the concept of it. And I feel like they're judged by it. Um, I think they're one oh. of the most underrated. I think they're one of the most underrated bands like of our generation. Um, they're, they're a complete band. They can play heavy. They can play soft, passionate, fun. Um, whoever's listening, do yourself a favor and go listen to their entire catalog. Cause it's fantastic. 
I feel like they th- this album cover itself inhibited the band's growth because this is what they were known as. Even if they even even people now do not know the band, but they know the B girl. The band yeah. is Blind Melon, and I am picking the song "Change" from that album because still, when I listen to that song, I still get goosebumps listening to it. I think I think this. I think it's a great pick because you're absolutely right. <clears throat> that B girl ruined that band. It ruined the genius of that band. And the song changes is the genius of that band. It's the genius of Shannon Hoon's lyrics, his way he could sing, the way they could write a song. People don't talk about how great that song is. All they talk about is No Rain and B-Girl. And it's funny, that album art screams to that single. And people are like, oh, Blind Melon's a one-hit wonder. But I think mm-hmm. anyone that recognizes great music of the 90s, like the four of us do, recognize, and Stu, you nailed it with our openers because you picked them for Galaxy. Yep. That is yep. one of the best bands of our generation that doesn't get enough love. And I like how you described that album and you were kind of like, screw it. Like, stop thinking about B-Girl. The rest of the album's tremendous. So so are you are you hate-loving hate that album cover? It's like yes. just becomes, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But it's, it is iconic, right? Yeah. Like, that's how we know I think that so. It's iconic. So I... I I mean, listen, I love Blind Melon as well. I do have a little bone to pick with you, though. Um, and and maybe this, this is a little... You called you out for cigarettes. Then maybe this is a little too nuanced, okay. and we haven't gone there yet, but in my introduction to, again, the next draft, it was bands from Seattle or an album recorded in Seattle. And so Blind Melon was off the list for me because this album was recorded in Seattle. So Did I ever say recorded in Seattle? I think you are in Stewart territory here. Um, I, I, I just, if I may, fuck you, keep it in because yeah. it's all about Forrest just trying to find ways to dig it rich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Stop. I, I mean, love it, it. And yes, uh, Alice in Chains, Seattle all day. That's my bad. I don't necessarily put Seattle and Blind Melon in the same no. sentence. Never, uh, never from Indiana. I never thought that. I put nope. I put Chris Farley and the B in the same sentence sentence, but <laughs> I, I don't know if I uh oh, the B. So I mean my two cents on on that topic, um, to kind of move it along is yeah, that, that <laughs> album cover is iconic. It it did kind of steal the show for a little bit. I think Chris Farley dressing up as the B though on SNL kind of loosened up the vibe a little bit, and that was like a perfect little kind of segue to saying, Hey guys, you know, we're still just here to, to play music and, and, and kind of like laugh it off. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I love blind melon. So, and I love how, I love how you're hate choosing it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> how you're hate choosing it. I love it. True. It ch- changes this. It changes the song that jumps to mind to me too. I mean, just yeah. again, cover to cover, but change changes the one. Which is, you know, <clears throat> just so everyone knows, Shannon Hoon's lyrics are uh, of change are on his tombstone. So, uh, you know, As also, they should be. also impactful yeah. for him and his really? family. I mean, his family, um, that song was uh, impactful for, for everyone around him. Um, I, I think if you were, if we were to do someday lyrical, like top lyrics, that's it. That's in the top five. Yeah. Top five. I know we can't all stay here forever. So I wait to write my words on the face of today and then I'll oh. paint it. And I'll, I'll paint, paint it. Oh, Jesus Christ. And then the solo like, comes in right there. Oh, I mean, it's a brilliant, it's it is a brilliant song. Perfect. That screams the opposite of no rain. 
and that's the problem with having a single that's so blown up that wasn't what their sound is and that's the, I agree. Melon's no. a perfect example of they just got caught in the middle of a single being yeah. a single and riding that wave yeah. and it wasn't who they were and it's not their fault I agree. they didn't they that's didn't know what they were they didn't know what they're going to do they just wrote a good cool. i mean no rain is a they great wrote a, song they wrote a good song yeah it's a great pop song it just got overplayed yeah all right all right now moving on my next pick once again has been picked in a previous draft um when this came out it was very different than 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 what i was hearing at the time and it was it, incredible vocals like just a very jazzy piano i, I love this it's her debut album um, and the, the cover is just her stark crystal blue eyes. And it's just, it's still mesmerizing to this day. It's Fiona Apple's first album oh. title. Um, I'm never as a promise I'll probably go with. Yeah. I mean, no, that, that album covers etched in my mind too. She, she, she just has such incredible, she has such incredible eyes. She's just, great. And then such incredible music to back it up. It, it, it's like, it's like you're staring into her soul, you know? Yeah. That album is like, she's, there's a vulnerability, but a strength at the same time that yeah. it's just, it's, it's, it's rare. And she's a great artist and she's, she's been a great artist since what was that? 97. Yeah. It's incredible. And I, I love, I mean, we've talked a lot about evolution on this, you know, in our previous episodes, I, I love where she's gone. I mean, talk about vulnerable, but, strong i mean she Killer. she shares some beyond personal stories to to say the least and yeah she's um, well and that's the thing where she's when she's talking about what she's talking about i mean she's 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 had a lot of unfortunate things happen to her you know for sure i i i bet her i bet her latest album is is gonna come up again during grammy's grammy's time yep wait so who's up next it's me Moose, you're up so I am going to pick an artist that I all his greatest hits are tremendous. And he was just like that indie artist, but not really. But the album cover, a hundred percent fun from Matthew Sweet is such an awesome album cover because it's literally a kid from like the 1970s. If you go back and look at the album cover, it's just a kid sitting in this like. 1970s 80s family room with huge headphones on a big shit eating grin on his face yep like like just i'm rocking out like what are you doing i'm just jamming out i love the album cover the song is sick of myself which i guarantee the second you hear the intro you're like oh shit i know this song and it's super poppy it's super popular and it was like i think it's a staple of the 90s I think it's a cool ass album cover and I'm going Matthew sweet, hundred percent fun. Look, you guys are speechless. You don't even know what to say. I mean, listen, I, Matthew sweet uh, is just burned into my brain. Um, but I, I, I can't say I've given much thought since the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm in the same boat. I think the last time I listened to sweet was maybe 99. And it, uh, I would go ahead. Last time I listened was 94, 95, but yeah. the album, right, cover, go back it's, all about, if it's all about the album art. Yeah, totally. That kid and the headphones, the couch yep. totally. smiling totally is remember to ear. I'm like, that's what this draft's about. I'm taking album art. That's a, I, that's a great album cover for what Matthew sweet is trying to say is put the headphones on and let's have some fun. 
let's rock out, you know? And it's like, yep, there it is. Perfect. Couldn't say any more than that. Totally remember that CD. I didn't, I mean, it wasn't a net CD that I listened to a ton of, but like, I remember that, I remember that CD cover. Yeah, for sure. All right, Stuart, you're up. So I'm going to go with a band that has been chosen before. I think, I think Anthony took them. Um, they are a Bay Area band from Oakland. And they came out with this cartoon looking album cover of some crazy explosion with the word dookie oh. on it. Oh. <laughs> and I remember looking at it and going, and I go, this looks like a party. And it's just, it's fun. It's wild. It's goofy. It's childish. It's, it's just, it's perfect. green day. It's perfect. Yeah. So, I mean, what can I say about green day there in the nineties, when that album dropped, it kind of stopped everyone kind of stopped in their, in their footprints and just said, what, what is this? And, uh, you know, the music held up and just super fun, super fast, super, uh, super punk rock, uh, for the time. So that's my pick, you know, so many songs I could choose from. I'm probably going to go, uh, let's go with welcome to paradise. Okay. Great song. Great album. Well, and, and I, I think, I think what was so cool about that album and the album cover specifically was it was such a playful album cover and of course it's a it's a playful album but the the music is fantastic you know like the their the actual talent is there it's not like they just they weren't just messing around like that album is a polished incredible pop punk masterpiece yep. and Agreed. you know and it's just a fun intro to it. <laughs> I, I think it's a great point because they, they honed their craft on their first two albums, 1039 and Kerplunk. They get the major label. The The album cover is very fun. Dookie throwing shit around. Yeah. And if you look at the album cover, it's just there's so many minute details to it. But when you uh, when you just put the album on, the musicianship is top notch. Yeah. yeah. It, it is classic power pop punk to the nines. Good picks too. Matt, you're up. Um, listen, I can't, I can't think about the nineties without thinking about this artist. And it's pretty amazing to me that he's still on the table. And when I think about album covers, I mean, again, this was, I think I was probably at tunes moose, you know, all tunes. And, uh, just saw this album cover and I was like, well, that looks like fun. You know, let, like, let's see, let's see where, where Beck is going in this, yeah, this album. Yeah. Um, and you know, listen, it, it's not as important as bridge against the machine. I think, listen, no. Rich, you, you, no, no, but you, you nailed it. I mean, that's, um, I'm just saying this, this had gravity, this had a, you know, some things are, some album covers are meant to have this significant gravitas, and I think Beck at this point was just, he, you know, he was just trying to have fun or I don't, you know, he, he just thought it was a funny dog that apparently according to him looked like a, a bundle of flying Udon noodles. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I just think he's, he's incredible. Odile is incredible. Uh, if I had to choose one song, uh, Jackass jumps at me, but I, I kind of can't stand the last 
45 seconds when it's just like a donkey, <laughs> like making noise. Um, so I'm not going to make us all suffer that through the playlist. So I'm going to go with hot wax because it sort of, uh, it, it, it's like just classic Beck. It's just, it's just, it, and he's just been so prolific over the years. And, but, uh, this was one of his early albums and great album cover, great track Beck. Yeah. I mean, I think we all equally love Beck. Um, and he's the thing with Beck is that he changes, right? So depending oh. on what album you, you choose, you're going to get something different on the next album you choose. And that's the coolest thing about him. So he definitely evolves. He doesn't stay in the, in a box. Um, and that, Not yeah, at all. Yeah. And that yeah. album cover is super, super cool, super random. Um, and, uh, yeah, we might have a theme, Matt, and I don't want to spoil it, but oh, I dig it. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Cool. Moving on. So back to me, right? Or yep. back hey, to you? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Um, so again, this 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 band was super important to me in the '90s, um, and I think of them when I think of the '90s. I would say. This album cover was so iconic because it was like the anti-album cover. It was like a testament of, you know, trying to showcase like that they didn't care. Uh, and Stu, when you when you were talking about the colors of albums, I, I thought you were going with this band. Mm. Uh, but then you said the word dark and I was like, okay, that's, that's not them. Um, the lead singer of this band at one point said he tried to write an algorithm to write the perfect pop song. Uh, I think he's written many great pop songs and many great uh, alt rock rock songs. Uh, I am talking about Weezer. Uh, <laughs> I am I am talking about the album cover, the Blue Album. Oh. Um, I don't know. Well, I'll, I'm going to take a tangent here. We'll see if we keep it in. Um, you know, today is September 11th, uh, and whew, <laughs> um, for for me, I I was working in New York at that time, and uh, and Stu and I had a big day. That I mean, the world had a big day, but specifically after that day, I decided I was going to leave New York, um, but I I still had a job contract that lasted for like another nine months or something like that. I think I decided, uh, and, and I would put on and Stuart and I had decided we were going to move to Los Angeles and I would put on Weezer that track and I would, or that album. And I would listen to the song, uh, um, surf wax America. Love that, that just, song. And basically song. The, the whole, the whole premise is like, you're going to your job and I'm going to go to the fucking beach. And, like, <laughs> and that was my thing. It was like, listen, cause it, at that point it felt like the shit was going to go down. And it was like, well, if it does, I don't want to be in a cubicle. And so, you know, that was like, so just basically I sat there for nine months in that cubicle, waiting out that contract, listening to that track and, and just planning my move to, to Los Angeles. And then, and then we did it. So, uh, yeah, that, 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 that album holds some, holds some weight. All right. Should I, uh, keep the ball rolling? Yeah, man. All right. So we are going to follow the theme 
of one of Matthew's picks, which was he had uh, he picked uh, Beck, and it had a lovely dog jumping. I'm going to pick a band that also had a pair of dogs on it, and I'm going to go with a band called going. The Blur. Blur. And, Love Blur. And uh, the, the album's called Park Life. I'm going to awesome. choose the song Park Life as well. Um, and there's, the, the story goes, they actually were going to have the album called, <laughs> they're going to call it London, and they're going to have a way different um, album cover. And Auburn thought it was just too tongue-in-cheek, supposedly, and he made a drastic change the last minute and said, no, I want something a little more rough, a little more, a little more uh, edgy. And he just threw out the idea, let's go to a, let's go to a Greyhound you know, racing venue, take some photos. Um, next thing you know, they had, uh, they had the al- album cover and, uh, you know, the, the, the songs are great. I mean, that, yeah. that album, I think it spent a hundred weeks on the top billboard list, um, at the time. I mean, a staple for the nineties and, uh, I'm a fan. I love the album and, uh, I'm going to do park life. The song that's my pick. Um, I know the album cover very well. Um, yeah. it, I think it's kind of funny actually with the dogs and stuff. So yeah. it's an iconic pick for sure. Yep. We've Damon Albert. I, I love how much love Damon Albert and blur blur have gotten on this, on this pod so far. Um, <laughs> and I will say, Oh, I, Rich, you texted me the, the track list for the upcoming gorillas album and, yeah. and the, the, the Robert Smith, uh, single got released today. It's yep. It's he's just continues so to talk about somebody that can jump genres. I mean, he he's yep. he's amazing and Blur's amazing. And love that album. Cool. It's it's like their classic period. It's kind of one of those albums that define what Britpop was. And it was yeah. getting this kind of bad rap. I mean, it, as a kind of snooty kind of music, you know. And that's kind of why Albarn Albarn's like a blue collar guy, and he wanted to portray the album as that. And uh, yeah. and you know, there's tons of killer tracks on that album. I mean. Girls and Boys was was the radio single, which everybody probably knows. Um, and it, yes, yeah, an iconic photo from that era. Yeah, I guess the they were gonna do a, a photo shoot of like an outdoor fruit and vegetable stand, and it just like wasn't coming off as. And it was just like he was like, no, 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 we gotta change all this up. Yep. And, uh, and, and he uh, was right. Park life, how it came. What 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 good instincts, you know? Yep, hundred percent. Great picks too. All right, moving on, Matt. I'm sorry, Moose. That's all good. All right, so I'm going to pick one of my favorite bands of the 90s. Forrest, you know them. Rich, okay. do? I don't know if you do. They almost made my the, the three the trio, but I, oh. I was like, nah, I, I chose Green Day instead of these guys. They are SoCal punk to the nines. When we were kids, the album cover, I think, is phenomenal. Wow. I think it's funny. I think it's iconic in the punk scene. And ask yourself, when you were a kid and you went to the carnival or you're at the boardwalk, what was one of your favorite games to pick? One of your favorite games to do is give me 50 cents. Let me get the claw. Let me try to get a stuffed animal. It's a choice that I'm trying to make. And you know what? Nine (laughs) times out of 10, that choice blew up in your face and you never got what you wanted. The album I'm talking about is the band Face to Face. The album is titled Big Choice. It's their second album. I think it's one of the most iconic punk albums of the 90s. I think it's one of the best albums of the 90s. 
I swear by face to face. I still listen to their music today. Cool. And the album cover is cool as shit. If you Google it, it is like that, like that game where you get the claw and you try to get, and it's literally in a cornfield in Nebraska. Uh, it's it's great. like, it's yeah. just dropped in there and you're like big choice. Like that's the title, title of the album. And as for their second album, it just screams punk. I love it to death. I love the album cover. And the song I'm picking is the title track, which is Big Choice. That's my album cover. That, that, it's, an, it's so funny. It, that's another cover. That, like that image is just etched in my mind. And, oh, totally. For me, 100%. Um, yeah, because, because that's how it used to work. Like you'd, you'd pick up the CD and you'd put it in, uh, obviously. Um, <laughs> and face to face, they were just so relentless but but like it wasn't too aggressive it was that perfect balance of of kind of kind of a pop punk like alternative yeah pop punk um and i loved them and they were so much fun i saw them in philly a bunch of times at uh super small like electric factory super super small venues and oh man that'd be fun we're we're gonna have to do a punk punk grudge match at some point. Yeah, it'll be me and you and nobody else watching. Yeah, but I'm into yeah. that. <laughs> I'm into it 100. <laughs> percent Yeah, I'm looking at the album cover. It's badass. I mean, it's just uh, it looks fun, exciting, and uh, you know, I don't know the songs at the top of my head. Um, I'm sure I've listened to Face to Face. I just don't know that that's who I was listening to potentially. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited to, to dive into it. All right. Last two picks. Great choice. Uh, this first first of my last two um, is an album that I first heard when I was in college. Uh, it was from uh, Andy. You guys all know Andy. Uh, but he was playing this album, and I really liked it. And um, and it ca- the album came out a couple years before that. And um, when I when I saw the CD, it was I just remember laughing. And the band was really good. Um, and it was a picture of uh, look, they look like Lego guy, like a family of Lego people, and they were staring at uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about now. And they're Wait, looking. I don't cold. know. They're, I they're, they're, they have these smi- they have these blank smiles on their faces, and like the toaster's on fire. And it, the band is called Sunny Day Real Estate. Ah, you're taking Sunny Real Estate from me. God, piece of shit. Yes, garbage. For the, the album is called Diary. And I know what it is. <laughs> I know the album. <laughs> you hate me more now. Yes! Uh, you hate me more. <laughs> and I'm going to take a song called In Circles. Triple good album, Rich, man. God. <laughs> Rich, uh. I hate you, but I love you because that album is phenomenal. The album cover is iconic in the emo indie world. Started emo. I was just, yeah. It, it is. Thank you. It absolutely did. They came from Seattle. That album, it's so funny because I'll coming next and I'm going to take the album. It was one of two. So what you took is amazing because I'll take the other one. Um, I I think it's so iconic. It's like weeble wobble people yep. with the toaster burning and the smiles on their face. But like, hey, look, the kitchen's on fire. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. I, I think I can't believe you just took that. I really do. I can't because I didn't think anyone would even think about that album cover. I think it's a classic 90s emo rock album cover. And In Circles is one of their best songs for sure. Yeah, that so I don't hate you. That album literally is on every top like fifty list 
and I kept it- seeing it and I was like, I was like, okay, someone's going to take this. And I thought it was going to be more moose, but, um, Oh, hey, no, Rich, Rich ended up, Rich ended up taking it. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a, it doesn't make sense. Right. It's a smiling cartoon of, of a family with a burning down toaster and they're as happy as could be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, you know, it's so funny. Again, we've talked about how like you can just put a, you know, you hear one track and you put a label on a band. Sunday Day Real Estate is is one of those that I just I haven't really dove into. I I, I put them in the category with like Guided by Voices, and um, I don't really know why. And so anyway, I got to try them. I, I Rich, I love the fact that you took it because that means I didn't have to, even though I called you a lot of band names. <laughs> I didn't have to take it, but the fact that it's on our list and now I can take this band instead, which means Sunny Day's on this list and I get to take this band, it really is actually pretty awesome. I I I've, I, I think it's just a cool album cover. Um it's such they're such a great band. Um I actually like their next album even more, the pink album, yep. more than that one, but that album cover is way, way better. Super cool. Uh, it's a great pick, man. Love every second of it. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. I accept your shithead. That's okay. <laughs> I accept your apology. But Rich, as I fought, wait, do you have another pick? I do. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. I'm going to change gears a little bit going from Sunny Day Real Estate to a band, which was a guilty pleasure of mine in the nineties. Uh, and they're, they were a pop Ooh. band and I liked them though. And uh, their first album was really good. Great songwriting, good songs. Second album. I like actually a lot more. I love the album cover. Um, it's like a picture of a green sky and it's knew like it. a, I knew it. I knew where you're going. Like, 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 like an you ornament going crows. Yep. I, yep. Counting crows. Yeah. I'm going with the second <laughs> album covering the satellites. Uh, the song I'm going to pick is angel, angel, of the silences. It's a great, oh. album. great album. Great rock and roll album. It's You know, I mean, it, after that, they went downhill, right? What but song is that? Albums, angels of the silences. Uh, first two albums are great. No denying it. Listen, yeah, go, go ahead, ahead. Forrest. What, no, go ahead, Forrest. What's up, man? I mean, for for, for me, they they fit into a, a guilty pleasure. I, I, the album August and everything after, like, just the song the song Rain King for me. I put on on my first drive from from Los Angeles to San Francisco, and it just I think I I might have wept. Um, so yeah, Did you just admit that. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Well, I already talked about passing up a blunt from Be Real, so this is I'm, true. I'm, I'm getting true. I'm getting vulnerable here, um, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, fucking Mr. Jones got overplayed, and and they became yeah, but they're they were they were a great band. Rich, I, I would tell you that I thought about the Counting Crows because you you nailed it. The first two albums are really good. That album cover is iconic to me because I remember listening to songs like angels of silences along December walkaways, the closing yeah, track. It's a great album. Like there are some really good tunes on there. I always think August and everything, everything is better, but that album cover of the green and the black, like it pops, it stands out. I, the counting crows. I, I, I like those first two albums are solid. Guilty they really pleasure. are. They're the definition of a guilty pleasure. I, I, I don't disagree with that at all. For sure. Cool. Right. Moose. All right. So my latest pick, I'm going to stick with an indie rock theme or 
just kind of being all over the place as I look at my picks, I've gone from Reservoir Dogs to Matthew Sweet to Face to Face. So I'm going to stick with the idea of indie rock. and I'm going to take an album cover from one of my favorite albums in college, one of my favorite albums to this day of the 90s. I think it's this artist's best album. But the album cover is so iconic to me because when you look at the album cover, it's an album cover of a loser. And when you listen to the lyrics of this album, you, you, you empathize with the guy that gets second place all the time, the guy that never gets the girl, the guy that's always heartbroken, the guy that's never first place. And I'm talking about the Get Up Kids, and I'm talking about the album cover, Four Minute Mile. And if you listen to that album, it is just, I think it was written, these kids, these guys were like 18, 19, or 20 years old. I think they were super young when they wrote this. And it screams all of that raw emotion we feel at that age when shit just ain't going right. And that album cover is awesome because it's so perfectly sad with like two people in front. And that guy is trying so hard and he's in third place. And I feel like that's what they're singing about the entire album. I think the album cover (laughs) screams what they're trying to get at. I love it. I think it's funny. I think it's, I think it's just classic. I think it's sad. It's all these things. The song I choose, one of my favorite songs of the album is the last place you look. I think it immediately song is like the guitars and the lyrics hit you right away. And then the drums kick in. It's like two and a half minutes long. It's one of my favorite albums. Um, and Rich, to your point, in your house in college. Oh, that was, uh, that was on to them. Oh, yeah. It was, and it should have been. Yeah, it, it's a classic indie rock album cover of sadness and constantly being in, like, third place. Four Minute Mile. I'm going to take the song, The Last Place You Look, one of my favorite songs in the album. You love the Get Up Kids. That's that's uh, that's always been on your list. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of associate them with you so that's uh i'm not surprised and yeah the album cover is killer it's awesome it's such a random i mean like you said it's a loser (laughs) he's a street (laughs) and yeah and you always associate that with moose yeah i look at that and go yes why is moose on that cover (laughs) (laughs) so i look at that album cover Uh, and i'm like moose ran track (laughs) (laughs) he's just like the kid is trying so hard he is so behind everybody else he is like in third or fourth place. Isn't he like trying to do the neck forward thing too? Oh, he's like trying so hard. Like, oh, let and me get like out not, there. He's not even he's close. Like, I remember. I'm like, dude, what are you even trying for? You're not, you're not, you're not there. I fucking love it. I think it just screams what they sing about, man. What what that track album. did you pick on that? I took the last place you look. It's my favorite uh, song on the album. It's a classic indie rock, just like indie rock track for sure. Sweet. All right, good pick. Moving on, Stuart. All right. So this is my last pick. Yes, it is, sir. So I'm going to go with a band that hasn't been chosen yet, but they, I think we have a different opinions on this band, but they have associated themselves so well with this portion of the United States, just as well as the Beach Boys did it in the 60s in Southern California. This band did it in the 90s, and they are called Sublime. Don't do it. No. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, yes. Great. 
And, Damn it. And they they nailed that Southern California vibe so well, not only with the they music, did. obviously, but with their album covers. Um, and it's like, it's like, no, these guys aren't from Nebraska. No, it's like you, you clearly know where these guys are from. Um, and it's like there's the two albums that I'm looking at are 40 Ounces of Freedom and of course yep. Sub- Sublime, they're self-titled, but I, I like uh, 40 Ounces of Freedom. The star, the cartoon star with the mushroom, the droopy eyes. There's, you know, it's all, it's, it's, it's just a mushroom trip essentially. And uh, <laughs> it just exemplifies that Southern California vibe to a T yep. in the 90s. Uh, whether you love it or hate it, um, they, they nailed it. So you, you can't argue it. The sublime tattoo that was just kind of hardcore and just epic, and I could have easily chosen that one, but I, I like the one with the sun because again, that to me is just screams '90s, and that's what this is all about. Um, yep. For the song, by the way, I'm going to pick "Bad Fish," probably nice. my favorite favorite song on the album. Um, fun song to play on the guitar, but uh, yeah, again, that that those there that was my next pick, um, uh, and I. I <laughs> I considered taking them for trio just for the record. Um, wow. That, uh, that album cover 40 ounces of freedom. Well, all their album covers are kind of etched in my mind, but yeah, I specifically remember that one because I was going on, I was surfing in, in New Jersey and to surf in New Jersey, you've got to drive for like an hour. And somehow I got lucky enough to be, to be brought on a surf trip with like a, like a older kid who was just cool and showing me the ways. And he was like, Hey man, you got to listen to this. And it was like, like it was just super under the radar. I don't know. And it was this mixture between ska and reggae and, um, just really fun. Great cover of grateful dead, by the way, when we get into covers, Oh yeah. Of Scarlet, Scarlet Begonias. Big time. Um, good cover. Uh, yeah. That was, and then, good cover. yeah, of course what I got, got, super blown up and then and then they and then they ended they ended too soon uh but um some incredible songs along the way and great album covers so good true i i applaud applaud your choice and now you're putting me i'm scrambling damn it Stu. <laughs> but I'm happy. Boris is scrambling for this last I, pick. I like I I I'm a I'm a sucker for Sublime. All right, great pick, Stuart. Maddie, you're up. Listen, this album cover again, just it's like etched in my mind. Uh I don't know if it's a throwback design-wise to like that classic clash album. This this track is gonna end this playlist in a little bit of a hard way. Um, love it. No problem. But I can listen to this song. Uh, it's just super fun. Out of, out of focus. Uh, badass. I am going with helmet. Oh, you went helmet. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, I'm going right with heavy and I'm going with the album meantime. Uh, and specifically I'm going with the song unsung. Oh, uh, wow. oh yeah. And, uh, I mean, mic drop. Yeah. I totally thought you were going to go rancid. Oh, Wolves, where Tim Armstrong covers the album cover of Minor Threat. Got it. Which is classic, but it pisses a lot of punk rock. It pisses a lot of people off that he did that. 
And it's a, it's like controversial cover because a lot of people aren't happy that he did it. I think it's a cool cover. I thought that's where you're going, but yeah, I'll take some helmet and unsung to end the playlist any day of the week. They were on my top covers until I realized they're in the eighties. So anyway, helmet, great cover, great band, great band. Uh, great I mean, the entire album's 36 minutes. I'm looking at it now. Hard uh, man. <laughs> Yeah, so it's his. Uh, the guitar player's name is Paige Hamilton, right? Sounds right. Yeah, dude, that guy can. That band was hard, but they could play. They were. He was yeah. super technical. Yeah, but they 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 also. I don't know. Again, I don't know. They they there's a, they straddled the line for me. They were super hard, but they were approachable. They didn't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, put it on. Put like basically, they were great music to skateboard to. You know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's well, the, the end. Of, all right. Well, that's the end of this draft. I mean, that <laughs> that was. I mean, that was a lot of fun. I think you know the whole point of it was really to kind of pick albums that we probably wouldn't have picked otherwise. But you know, they were a part of the '90s, right? That you couldn't you couldn't deny it, right? And it was fun to talk about albums and album covers and the tangible product. It's more about the the aesthetic aspect of it, which which is a huge part of it from when it comes to buying CDs. So some highlights for me: uh, Moose taking STP. Um, the Benz is still one of my, it's my favorite Radiohead album. So, I mean, that's, that's up there. And, uh, and Matt taking Odelay, that's the, the, the sheepdog jumping over is, it's one of, one of his most iconic album covers. So, um, just go around the horn. Moose, any, uh, what, any surprises? Um, I, to me, it, this was a unique playlist. It was a unique draft because you're trying to match the art with the music so we all went in some random spots where like some of us might've been like, I don't really know what to say about some of these bands, but that's what makes it kind of fun. Yeah. I think that's what makes it kind of cool. And I do think the nineties are the last great, like great hope of album art because the two thousands, I think it's very rare. It's just, it's not as I think prevalent as it was. Not once. a part of the package anymore. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, you know, I love that Rich picked three bands that I've initially picked with Rage, Fiona, and Blind Melon. That's uh, we're uh, we're closer than you think, Richie. <laughs> um, but yeah, Rage, Rage to start it all off um, is iconic. And Moose with Face to Face and Get Up Kids, I kind of knew that was coming. Uh, I didn't know those exact bands, but I didn't. I knew that you were going to go on that thread. Um, Maddie, you picking Beck makes sense, and um, you know Odalay's. Uh, can't go wrong with a, a shaggy dog, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, album covers are just, it's just a, it's a, it's a personal arbitrary just feeling that it's hard to explain to some people, but you know, hopefully it opens people's eyes to just observing and looking into what a band puts into uh, to their art. So it's pretty cool. Matt. It was just, it was just fun to kind of go back down memory lane and think about those days when you would walk into the CD shop and, and just look through the album covers and, and that's how you chose, you know, obviously. It's totally true. Yeah. And that's one of the things I, you know, I mean, I think it's hard for people to kind of uh, understand who never had to do it, but like the album art was tied into the type of music. So you, my view was that if you liked the album art, chances are you're going to dig what is, is involved in it. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, be sure to check us out on our podcast and leave us a review um, at the Music Draft on Spotify. 
Apple, Instagram, or wherever else you consume music. And be sure to check out our previous episodes and stay tuned for our next episode. Episode 7, the Seattle Grudge Match. That concludes this episode from Season 1, Episode 6. Join us next time when the soundboard drafts its top 90 songs from artists that originated from Seattle. The boys are officially off the clock.